All right, awesome. Um, I'm here with Carson. It's me, um, Cameron, and it is it is October 10th, 2020. We are getting ready to go out to the TCU Stadium. They are playing Kansas State, um, and the game is coming to an end right about now. So we're about to go out, and we're just going to go and um, share some love and some truth. Right, Carson? Yes, sir. This is the Gen Z to Gen Free podcast. Thank you, guys. Guys, hey. you mind if we talk to you for a second? Yes, yeah, gotta, yeah, sure. So we're just doing a podcast here, um, and we're just asking people, do you know what the gospel is? Yeah. Yeah? What's your name, dude? Charles. Charles? What's your name? Mitchell. Mitchell. Kevin. Kevin. Charles, Mitchell, Kevin. All right. I'm Carson. This is Cameron. Um, you said you knew what the gospel is. Uh, how would you define it? Uh, the writings of, or the teachings of Jesus Christ put into writing. Okay. Do you guys have any other thoughts Agreed. on that? I would agree with that. Well, what would you say the gospel is, Cameron? Gospel is good news. That, that is what it is. It is good news. It is the manifestation of God in the flesh meeting us right where we are, saying, you know what, y'all are a bunch of sinners, and I'm going to help y'all out. Amen. That's what the gospel is. Amen. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the gospel, obviously, you know, it is a collection of works, like you said. It's, uh, there's four gospels in the Bible. Um, but we do believe also that the Bible um, tells this basic message throughout. You know, it, um, you know, from the beginning to the end, the Bible tells a story of the forgiveness of sins through sacrifice from page one to the last page of the book uh, and so what we see is um, we see that Jesus uh, was the ultimate sacrifice on the cross um, that you know because back in the day in the Old Testament the the Israelites they had their own sacrificial system all these things uh, they you know the priests would sacrifice uh, animals um, to forgive so God would forgive them of their sins but now we have the ultimate sacrifice in Jesus Christ um, and so why, why did we need that sacrifice? Because we're sinners, because sin is something that separates us from God, because there is not any one of us that is good. In Romans 3, it talks about how there is not a single one of us that is good. There is only one person that is good. And who is that, Carson? Jesus yes. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so I guess just as a general question, just to gauge where you guys are at, too, um, if you were to die today, where do you think you would go? Purgatory, people would pray for me. I'd go to heaven eventually. What do you think? I agree. Agreed. So you guys have like a Catholic background? Yep. I went to Catholic schools. So yeah, so we're uh, Bible-believing Christians, um, and we hold that the Bible um, is uh, is uh, God-breathed. It's inspired by God. Um, that it has everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. That it is the it is fully sufficient. It is the supreme authority, the final authority in our lives. And personally, we read the Bible, and we only see that it mentions heaven and hell. Um, so we don't believe in purgatory necessarily, um, and we, we, we don't believe that, uh, A, because we don't find it in the Bible, but B, we think it, it causes complacency in people, right? Um, it causes you to just live your life the whatever, however you want to live it, and then like you said, you die, you hope people pray for you and you'll be saved. Um, but, you know, what does the Bible say um, is required for you to go to heaven? The Bible says, "For by grace it is we are it is how we are saved through faith. It's not something we can do ourselves, but it is a gift from God. It's not works. It's not anything we can boast about. We are His workmanship, and only He has the liberty to save us. So um, this idea of you know praying for each other, you know hoping that we get to heaven, that it's good and all. Praying for each other is great and all, but there's only one true way to obtain that eternal life, and that's through Jesus Christ. That's through grace alone." Yes, all throughout uh, the, the prophets and the, the Psalms, you know, it says that God searches the heart. He knows the heart. Um, and so, you know, it says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, um, you will be saved. 
right now, right now for good. Um, Jesus' sacrifice paid it all in full, and you'll be forever clean, forever washed from, the, from your sin. Um, but it's important that we look at that phrase, Jesus is Lord. Um, if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that he is Lord, that means you have placed him as the master of your life. That he is, you know, everything you do is um, in glory for him, um, and that you live a life devoted to Christ because of that. You know, it says at that moment of salvation that you'll be made into a new creation, um, that you will live a life no longer for yourself in the flesh, but for Jesus Christ. Um, so do you feel like you've, you've been doing that? Living my life for Jesus Christ? Yes. I would say for the most part I try to. I'd, I'd say it's something I aim to do, but not something exactly. that I... It's part of my life, I try to, but some parts I struggle with that, but cool, cool. It's a goal. Well, sweet. Um, yeah, well, we want to keep encouraging you guys in that, um, and we're going to leave you with a couple things. Uh, did you have anything you want to add to that, Cameron? Um, if you guys don't mind, can we, like, say a quick prayer over you guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Kevin? Yeah. Mitchell? Chris. Chris. Hmm? What? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, awesome. Um, so I'm just going to say quick I'm Max, real quick. Hi, uh, Carson. Nice. My hands are full. There you go. But um, just real quick, um, you know, dear Heavenly Father, um, I just thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I always thank you for being God and God alone. I thank you for being the one true route to salvation, for being the only way that we can possibly spend eternity with you. It's through you, oh God. I ask that you just continue to be present um, in this night, Lord. Just um, let some of the things that we've said, just let us all continue to ponder on them. Um, because we are all sinners, Lord. We all fall short. We're all going to make mistakes, but that's where you come in, Lord. You take us in our imperfections. You don't call us to be perfect. You call us in our imperfections so that you yourself can make us perfect. So as you just continue to let that resonate with these gentlemen here and just help them to have a, um, a safe and awesome night, awesome semester, Lord. So as you just cover them in your son's name, I pray. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. You know, it says in uh, 2 Corinthians, it says, uh, test yourself to see if you're in the faith. Um, yeah, I gave you two. Um, and then it says, oh, we're good? It yep. says, the day of salvation is now who all who, for all who call upon the Lord. So just examine yourself. Think about it. Well, Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Thanks for talking, yeah, guys. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, Have a good one. Thank yeah. you for that. That was awesome. Yes. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. So yeah, guys, uh, obviously talking to them a little bit about uh, purgatory and, you know, me and Cameron were talking earlier and we're like, how do we address this issue? Um, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting because usually when it comes to it, when it comes to these, you know, debatable topics, you know, inside of the broader realm of Christianity, um, there's generally kind of scripture that some will assume backs up their viewpoint and then there's scripture that kind of combats that you know looking at the context and things like that but when it comes to purgatory this is interesting when it comes to purgatory there is no direct mention of it in the bible whatsoever because there there is no purgatory we don't um so it's it's this interesting thing you know it's hard to kind of refute it because there's no scripture that says there isn't any purgatory but preaching purgatory is like an entirely different doctrine the bible says there's a heaven and a hell it doesn't say anything about purgatory so it's this interesting it brings up this interesting idea of how do you combat something if there was no scripture necessarily brought up to combat it you know yeah and so i guess the way we've been doing it is just saying like look we don't see this um we're trying to find something to refute it that would make sense to them in a like timely manner without exhausting them you know because we don't want it to get in the way of the the gospel itself uh granted it is at the core of it but um 
you know, if you guys have any advice out there, feel free to contact us when it comes to this issue. Um, and if you have any encouragement for the way we've been handling it as well, then please let us know. So thank you guys.